Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Come on and go with me. Let's go ahead and go into the word. Amen. I am coming from the book of John. Amen. John chapter 9. And I'll be reading for you verses 1 through 5. And then I'll be reading verses 35 through 38. So if you can, go ahead and grab your Bibles, get into the Word with us. If you are logged in through Zoom, the scriptures are there for you, amen. But let's go ahead and get on into it, chapter, John chapter 9, and I'll be reading for you verses 1 through 5, and then 35 through 38, amen. Glory to God. And the Word of the Lord reads, and it says, <clears throat> And Jesus passed by, and he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man, his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned nor his parents, but the works of God shall be made manifest in him. And I must work the works of him that sent me. Why it is day, and the night cometh when no man can work. And as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And I'm going to verse 35 and says, And Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Doest thou believe on the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Amen. And if I had to give you a topic on today, my topic is stand firm in truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God said that we must stand firm in truth. So not only are we standing in love, God said, you got to stand on the truth. Come on, because we can be standing in love, but God is saying we got to make sure that we are standing on the truth of what God said about our lives, who God is in our lives. Amen. And so you will get it by the end because even as we're standing in love, it's easy to slip off. Come on. When you're standing in love, it's easy for your foot to slip. It's easy to give up right there. It is easy. Come on. Glory to God. It is easy to throw your hands up as you are standing in love but God is saying no even as you're standing there in love he said you got to stand in truth amen and God we're gonna find out by the end what truth we need to be standing on amen glory to God come on somebody say God strengthen us amen God wants to strengthen us as we are standing amen God is love and God is also truth hallelujah God is truth. Amen. He is love and God is truth. Where God is present and the spirit of God is present, it, it does, you, you can't help but to tell the truth. You know how people want to lie or, you know, but then when you be like, nah, you know, now when I come in and I'm like, listen, now you're going to have to tell the truth. Come on. And the spirit of God will make you tell the truth. You ever, you ever wanted to lie? And then the truth, you know, you're like, God, I just got to go ahead and tell the truth. Amen. Because when the spirit of God show up, amen, it must be truth. Hallelujah. You can't tell me it's true love when there's no truth there. You can't keep saying, well, it's true love, but you lying. Amen. And so what God is saying, even in your stand, there must be truth. Come on, somebody say, God, help me to tell the truth, Lord. Help me as I am standing in love, God, that I am telling the truth. Help me to stand on truth. Amen. To believe the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God, because it's the truth. Amen. That really going to liberate us and give us the freedom. Amen. And that right? The love is the thing. The truth is the thing that gives us the liberty amen to to be free 
Glory to God. The, the truth makes us free. Come on, we, some of us need the liberty. Amen. You need the liberty. God, I'm standing in love, but I don't want to stand here bound all up. God, I need to be liberated. Come on, glory to God. So I can have liberty, amen, to praise God, to worship God, to throw my hands up, to walk around in joy. Amen. And so we bless the Lord on today for just, just helping us. Amen. As he is strengthening us. Come on, the Lord is speaking to me. He says it's time to straighten up. Come on, you can stand in love and still bent all over. Come on, I met somebody that, that, that was just, <laughs> Lord help them, Jesus. I ain't laughing at the people. Amen. But, but I met someone that could not, you know, straighten up their back. Come on. They were just bent over. Come on, who wants to stand in love and always bent over? Come on, God is saying it's time to strengthen yourself. Now it's time to really stand. You know why, y'all? Because it's time to get it. pay attention to what's really going on in your life. Pay attention to what's going around you. Pay attention to what God is doing in your life. Come on, glory to God. So it's not just enough for you to just stand there. God is saying you got to stand in truth. Because the truth is going to th be the thing that make you to stand up straight. Come on, say, God, I'm straightening up, God. It's time to straighten up. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I was in prayer. The Lord said, straighten up. I, st I, st I stood up. Come on. I, I got up right on my feet. I said, oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. God said, mm, it's time to straighten up. It's time to walk in truth. You know the truth. Why are you not living the truth? Come on. I'm, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Amen. But I just bless the Lord on today. We got, to, we got to begin to stand in God. Amen. But we got to stand in the truth. And so I, we find ourselves here in the book of John. And right before this, you know, I love it because we really see how Jesus is just moving, how God is just using him in so many areas. And so Jesus is just, he, he went and he told, he told the Jews, he said, he said, I am, I know who I am. Amen. We, in uh, uh, verse um, chapter eight, he began to say how Jesus said in verse uh, chapter eight and 12, he said that I am the light. And he said, you follow after me. He was telling them, he said, I know who I am. And they said, how can you bear witness of yourself? Because then in the Jewish religion, you had to, you know, we need two people to verify what you say. And it was like, how can you confirm? How can you, you know, bear witness of yourself? And Jesus was like, I know who I am. He told him, he said, I bear record of myself. He said, the, the record is true. He said, because I know, listen to this. He said, I know where I've been and I know where I'm going. He said, you don't know where I've been and you don't know where I'm going. See, I love it because Jesus was like, I, you know, I know the truth. Come on. I don't need you to bear the truth for me. I don't need you to speak the truth for me. He said, because I know where I've been and I know where I'm going. Come on, somebody. I know what I done been through. Come on. I know what I done had to walk through. I already know the test that I had to deal with. Come on. I know about the train of my faith. And Jesus said, I know where I've been and I know where I'm going. He said, you don't know where I'm going. And you don't know where I've been. Come on, glory to God. So even Jesus understood that he had to walk in a place of truth. He said, I'm not waiting for you to tell the truth on me. He said, I bear witness with the father because the father was the one that brought me to this place. The father is the one that's going to take me where I'm going. And so he understood is that, you know, there is, there is a word that I must walk out. And some of you, you got to know what is next. You got to know Jesus knew. He was like, I know what God is about to do. And I know something is to come. And so I love it because how Jesus really walked in that place of boldness. Amen. He really had to just stand on the truth 
of what God had said concerning his life. And so even as he began to talk to them and, you know, begin to tell them about who he was and what he was doing right before this, it says how the, the Jews, how they took the stones and they were ready to stone Jesus. They were so mad about it. They was mad about his confidence. They were mad about him knowing who he was. They were mad about him standing in the truth. Come on, you don't think the devil mad about the point that you keep standing on the truth of God? You don't think the enemy real antsy and, you know, come on, come on. I, I, I preached a couple of weeks ago about how the enemy will frustrate the people. You don't think he will want to frustrate you because you're still standing on the word of truth and because you're standing on the word of God? Come on, they was like, we not even, we, we bypass frustrating you. Come on, a couple of weeks ago, we was talking about how he wanted to frustrate the saints. Come on, but now they said, we want to throw some stones. We will actually kill you. Come on, we want to harm you. We want to hurt you, amen. And so the enemy don't like the point that you are still standing on the word of God. I wish somebody said, I'm going to still stand firm in truth. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep standing firm in truth. And so what they did is they began to pick up these stones and they said, we, we going to kill you. But Jesus was quick. I, I love it because Jesus was quick. And, and I feel like even as we've been going through the sermon series, every Sunday that I have to preach, I see more and more of the, the personality and the character of God. You know, we say, well, we know, we know who he is. You know, the Lord is a provider. The Lord is a healer. But I'm telling y'all every week I've been seeing more and more of who the Lord really is. Amen. That, that's almost like being in love with somebody. I'm going to move on to my scriptures. I know y'all like Pastor, go on, but I'm going to go on in a minute. Amen. But it's almost like being in love with somebody, right? And over time, as you get deeper in that place, what do you do? You begin to see more of that person. You begin to see their flaws. You begin to see, you know, they're good, they're bad, they're ups, they're downs. You begin to see all of that. But y'all, even as we are falling deeper in love, amen, you don't look at the characters, uh, uh, the traits of a person or, 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 or the things that are not so good about them or they flaws you don't take it and use it against them come on you don't use you don't take that and say mm, see I know that wasn't all perfect come on you don't do you don't do that amen you use that and say you know what that made me fall more in love with you because now I see more of you now I see all of you come on glory to God as we are talking about standing in love y'all people should be able to let down those guards with you Come on, they should be able to reveal those things with you and say, this is what I'm really dealing with. This is what I'm really going through. Come on, glory to God. And I'm going to go on. But if, if nobody never revealed nothing to you and nobody never get, you know, vulnerable with you, come on, say, God, I'm going to check myself. Amen. Glory to God. But Jesus, amen, he began to reveal himself to us. And it talked about how he hid himself. He was quick. He hid himself and he went through the midst of them. And so he passed by. And so we pick up here in verse, uh, verse one of chapter nine. And it says, and Jesus passed by and he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And I love this because we see the balance of Jesus. Because even though Jesus was on a, was kind of on the run and he was protecting himself. It said he, he hid himself. He protected himself. But still at the same time, the balance was there that he protected himself and he still reached out. Come on. He still reached out for this man. It says as he's passed by, he saw the blind. He saw, he saw the blind from his birth. Amen. He saw this man that was here. And so Jesus was wise enough to know when to pull back. But he was also focused enough to complete the assignment. 
And so sometimes we don't find, we can't find that balance. Come on. He was wise enough to know when to pull back, but he also was focused enough to complete his assignment. And what happens is that we will pull back, but we forget to continue with the assignment. Come on, glory to God. You, you can't, you know, you can't say, well, God, I'm going to pull back because I'm sick of the people. Y'all don't think Jesus was sick of the people? Come on, Jesus was sick of the folks. He, he was like, God, I'm, I'm trying to give the word. I'm trying to tell the truth. Come on, I'm trying to stand on the truth. I, I'm trying to give the people what you want, what you want me to give them. Come on, I'm walking with these disciples. I'm giving them myself. And here they go questioning me. Come on, here they go. You know, got something to say. Y'all know about the chatter. Come on. And they chatter and they got all these things to say. And I'm quite sure Jesus was just sick of them. He said, you know what? I'm leaving. Come on, I'm going to hide myself. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, glory to God. Come on, I'm just going to turn my phone off. Come on, I'm just going to put it on silent. Come on, the, word, the, the, the worst thing they could do was create a silent. I don't know about, I, I know the iPhone got it, amen. Shout out to all the iPhone users, amen. Glory to God. But I know they got it, amen. And, and when you want to go on silent, you're like, I don't want to deal with nobody else. It's a button that called focus. Come on, I hit that. That means, Siri, shut it all down. Come on, Siri, I don't want no alerts. I don't want no group texts. I don't want no... I must be by myself, amen. I am by by myself, amen. I don't want no things for no group chat. I don't want nothing, Jesus. Come on, focus me. Come on, silent my phone, amen. And so, you know, what happens is that we get to a place where we want to silent ourselves. Some of y'all get joy in that, that the silent thing go back to people talking about this person is on silent. You know, you're like, oh, good. Yes. You know, let them know, Siri, you know. And so you get excited, you know, let them know iPhone that I'm on silent. Amen. But 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 Jesus understood that there is a time to pull back. He understood that there is a time he had to kind of hide himself. He said, I can't right here. It's done. Come on. The spirit is lifted. Come on, the spirit is lifted, it's time to go, you know, and he pulled himself back. But even in his pulling back, Jesus still was focused enough to know that there's an assignment I still got to accomplish. There is still an assignment that I got to do. Amen. He understood that. So I, I pray that helps somebody today that have been pulling back. Come on and, and saying, God, you know, because I do believe in this hour, God is kind of pulling us to a place where he really want us to be in prayer and really want us to, you know, turn off things and really go into a worship and really lay on our face and really go before him. Amen. I truly believe that, that God is cutting off certain relationships and, you know, getting us into that place where we can just really hear from him. But even when God is pulling you back, you still got the focus on your assignment. Come on, you still can't forget about what you are here to do. You, you still got to finish this thing, amen. And so even as he was, um, he was moving, amen, as, even though Jesus was at this place, and he, he went on past and he saw this man that was blind for birth. And I want to talk about this man a little bit because I say, God, you know, what made you notice this man? And here this man that was blind, because even as we look at the passage a little bit more, we find out that this man was not only just blind, this man was a beggar. And then we also find out later on that this man had parents because they're going to call for his parents. So he had family that knew him. So I say, God, you know, this man is left not only blind. Come on, not only does he have a condition or he have a disability, come on, this man is here, and then he's also a beggar. 
This man is, is out here. He's asking for help. And then also he had a family that could have helped him, but they wasn't. Come on, I don't know the story. Come on, sometimes you just don't know the story. I don't know the story. Amen. About his parents wasn't helping him, but they went to go find his parents, so he had some. Amen. And so they knew where he was, but sometimes even that place of, you know, feeling by yourself, like God, you know, they could help me, but they won't. Sometimes people can help you, but they just won't help you. Amen. Sometimes, you know, you know, people can come to you and help you in that place, but they just don't want to, or whatever reason why. But this man was sitting here, and when I think about a man that's a beggar, blind, and had did not have support, I think about pain. I said, because God, this man had to have been in a place of pain. And the thing about pain is that People may not even see your pain. People probably walk by this man because the neighbors later on say, is that the man that we don't walk by and was begging for money? So people can walk by and see you and don't even realize that you are in pain. People can live right in your house and don't realize that you are in pain. People can, can talk to you on the phone every day and still don't know that, you know, behind all of that, there is some pain. And I wish the people of God to be real. That is some things in your life. It does bring some pain in your life. Come on, it's some painful spaces in your life where you have stared and said, God, I've been standing on this word, God. I've been believing you, but it's some areas that's painful to me. Come on. Some of what some people have done. Some of it, what I have done. Some of it, that things that just didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. I had an expectation for my children. I had an expectation for my family. Come on, somebody. And I don't feel like, God, it turned out that way. It's not looking like that. And so this man was in this place, y'all, and he was dealing with some stuff. Amen. But I say, God, I thank you that you see the painful places. Come on, glory to God. When everybody else walk right on by me, God, when everybody else, you know, move on and send me a little, you know, how you doing and move on. But God, you are so mindful of me. Come on, God sees even in that painful place. God saw this man because it was something different about him. But look at this. It says, and the disciple asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man, his parents, that he was born blind. Uh, and, the, and the disciples like, Jesus, let's get to the bottom of this thing. Come on. Let, let's really get to the truth. Come on. Glory. I love people like that. I love people that are like, let's just not play around. Let's, let's just get to the truth of the matter of this thing. Be because what happens is that the enemy wants to keep you in a place of not knowing the truth or not seeking the truth. Me and a uh, uh, providence lady, we was talking about this the other day, how a lot of times, even in our lives, um, people, we could get used to certain things and we'll move around it. You know, you can, you can see certain things, you know, where before that certain thing will bother you so bad, but then it'll get to a point where, you know, it's just been like that for so long. It has become the norm. And, and it doesn't even really bother you no more. Come on, be real with it now. Come on, glory to God. Some of y'all got a piece of paper right down your floor. And before you were not, you would like pick the paper up. Come on. But then things get so hectic and things so much going on. You like, child, that paper been sitting there for two weeks. Come on. Somebody pick the paper up. Y'all know what I'm saying. Come on, you know, some of y'all cars. We're not gonna talk about it. Amen. Before when you first got that car, you know, we all gonna talk about it. When you first got that car, it was spotless right you like my car will be clean every week 
Every week I'm getting it. I'm getting it nice. Now you got water bottles. You uh, you got receipts. You know you got an old burger. Come on, you got all kind of stuff in that car now. You you this now I become the norm because it happens over time. It's like well you know you know we just kind of move around things. Come on, and that happens with us too spiritually. Because when me and I was talking about it, it made me pull back. Come on, people don't always say I had to take a moment of silence. I really had to take a moment of silence because I said, God, you know, if we're doing this naturally, are we doing the same thing spiritually? Are we allowing things to happen spiritually and we're not checking it? Are we allowing things to go past and we're not saying mm, that don't that don't that that don't sound like truth? That sound like a lie. Come on, glory to God. You know, what, what are we spiritually? Are we just going past stuff? And moving around stuff and not really dealing with the truth of things. And so the disciples was like, let's, let's just deal with the truth of this stuff. Come on. No, we, you know, they were just like, you know, I know you want to help this man, Jesus, but why is he even like this? Was this something that came down from his parents? Was this something that he had done? They said, we want to deal with the truth. Come on. And in verse three, it says, and Jesus answered, he said, neither hath this man sin nor his parents, but the works of God should be manifest in him. It says, and Jesus had to answer them. He said, neither. He said, that's not even why this man is in this situation. But I want to point this out because if the disciples started, we know the man and thought about it. You know, the man in his mind and thought about it. Like, why am I in this situation? Why am I sitting here blind? Why I feel like I don't have no, I, I don't have no vision. I don't know where I'm going. Come on. I'm here, but I don't know where I'm going. Why am I here, God? And, you know, I feel like I, I'm begging. I'm without. Amen. I don't have. Come on. I, 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 I'm without. And this is what this man was. He was begging, y'all. For you to beg, you really got to be at a place without. I mean, not the fake beggars, you know. You know, the people that be faking, you know, I, I'd have had a situation where we gave some people, a man to somebody. That man, he jumped in a car with another friend. They just took off. We said, oh, my God. Like, you so got to be led when you give people money. Amen. But I'm not talking about that, that kind of beggar. I mean, to be for real that you are out there day by day because these people knew that he was a beggar. Come on, so to be in a place where you are blind and then you are a beggar, you don't have without, and then you don't even have the love and support from the people that's supposed to love and support you. They don't understand you. They don't get you. Come on, this is where this man was. That's family. Come on. And, and God, you know, where is my family? God, I'm trying to pull them in. I'm trying to love them, God. And they, they you know, these jokers is, is tough. Come on. It, it, you know, it's hard to love these folks. Come on. It's hard to bring them in. Come on. It's hard to be patient with them and not to not like them. Let me raise my hand right there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because it's hard, God, not to like these people. Come on. I got to love these people. They are my family. And so this man was in this place in his life. If the disciples thought about it, you know he did. So I come to help somebody today. There are in some places in your life and you let it what you think why God got you here. Come on, you done went through your head a, a, a hundred times. This is why this happened to us. This is why this is what's happening to my family. This is why what happened to me. Come on, Gloria. I, come on, I'm guilty because I do it quick. Like, God, why, do, you know, why is this? Come on. But you got to really pray and ask God why. Come on, because your own reasoning will get you in trouble. Come on, your own reasoning will keep you stuck. 
Can I say that? Your own reasoning will keep you stuck. You won't even know how to move forward because of your own reasoning. Come on. And if they thought it, you know he did. Glory to God. You know that he did. He was like, God, why am I in this place? So the disciples begin to ask, to ask the Lord the question. And Jesus, he began to say, he said, he said, neither. None of them have sinned. It's not even about sin. This is not about how somebody messed up. Come on. Glory to God. I'm trying to help you how to stand in the truth. Amen. So you can get all that other crazy stuff out your head. Come on. Glory to God. So you can stop, you know, meditating on all this crazy stuff. Come on. Glory to God. Letting all this other stuff torment your mind about why you are here and why this have not worked out the way it's supposed to work out. And why my life not blessed? Why I don't have a million dollars? Why I don't have my own business? Why am I not married? Why I don't have kids? Come on. Hallelujah. Why am I not walking forth? you know, in power? Come on. And all these things begin to go around in your head. But I come to help you today because I want you to stand in the truth. Come on and not on a lie. And so the Lord said, he said to them, he said, it's not even about who sinned. It's not about who did wrong. He said, but about the works of God, of God should be manifest in him. You know what God said? He said, at this moment, for this man, the pain of what this man was going through, Meet face to face with his purpose. Because what Jesus said was, it's not about the sin. What this thing is about is the works of God shall be made manifest in him. This was all about his purpose. Come on, somebody. Because, see, I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the pain of what I done had to go through. Meet face to face with my purpose. Come on, glory to God. I, I don't know about you. Glory to God. Because this man didn't even know this was the day for him. All this man was doing what he know to do. Come on, all he knew to do was to sit on the side of the street and beg. Come on. But this day, somebody say this day. This day was a little different than any other day. Hallelujah. Because the Lord passed him by. The Lord, he grabbed the Lord's attention. Amen. And what happened is the Lord said, no, this ain't about sin. This is about the, the, the pain, what he has been through, met up with his purpose in this moment. Come on. So you're telling me, Pastor, I can be going through some things and I don't, I don't know. Yes, you may not even know the purpose behind it. You may not get it. Come on. You can be walking through something and you just don't understand. Amen. What's really, you know, what's really the purpose of what God wants to do in your life. Come on, that's why the Bible tells us that faith without works is what? Dead being alone. That's why he said you can't just have works and don't have no faith. Come on. I heard somebody say, can doubt and faith reside in the same place? Yes, because that's why God said you got to have works. Come on. And you got to have faith. Because sometimes, y'all, we can be working and really don't have no faith. We can be working and really not really believing God. Come on, but that's where death, come on, hallelujah. Come on, death is there when you allow yourself to work and don't have no faith. I wish you'd say, God, I'm going to have faith and works. Come on, I'm going to have faith and works. Hallelujah. I'm going to let my faith align with my works. Glory to God. And so what he was saying to him, he said that, you know, the manifestation of this thing the reason why he's going through this is because God want to get the glory out of it. I do want to get my reference scripture. It's um, Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. And it says, um, 
Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. I want you to, this is actually one of my favorite scriptures. Amen. Amen. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And, you know, about the beauty of God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That how God will put things together. Amen. And how the beauty of God will be shown in our lives. Amen. And so, glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at my scripture, y'all. I'm going to give it to y'all. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. Amen. 3 and 11. When it begin to talk about how God makes all things beautiful in his time. He makes all things beautiful in his time and that God will hide. Amen. He will hide those things from us. Amen. He will, he, he will hide those things that he wants to do. Amen. So that his glory shall be revealed. So God is doing all of this. He will, he will begin to bring things and take things away so that his glory shall be revealed in us. Amen. And so what he was saying here in the scripture, he said that, he said, look at this. He said that the works of God shall be made manifest in him. So that means up to this point, this man didn't know what God wanted to do. Come on. And when you're standing in the truth of God, you just got to stand on the word of God. You may not understand all that what God wants to do, but you got to stand. Amen. On the truth of what God is speaking to you. Hallelujah. So what he said is, look at this. He said, and I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Amen. So Jesus said, you know what? He said, what I'm going to do. He said, I got to work the works that, that, that the Lord is doing in my life. Amen. He said, I got to work the works. And I love this because some of some, sometimes we are at that place. Like God, why do I keep Why must I keep standing in the place of truth? Come on, God. Why? Amen. Why? Come on. Why must I rest in the truth? When I'm already not, not seeing this thing, God, when I'm already dealing, cause remember Jesus had done just dealt with the people too. Remember Jesus was already running, you know, he was getting himself away. We got to realize that Jesus was dealing with things as well, but he said that I, even when I'm dealing with things, he said, I still must rest in the truth of God. Amen. And why must I do this? Because the works of him that sent me, what does that mean? That means that the work that I'm doing is so much bigger than me. What Jesus understood is that the works is bigger than me. It's bigger than the work that I am doing. Come on. I know that you are working, but the work is bigger than you. He said, I'm working the works of him that sent me. Come on. God already doing a work. When I begin to really think about this thing, I say, God, it's, it's almost like y'all see the, the, the movie Hidden Figures. And how, you know, how the, the ladies, how, I mean, it, it was a great operation, but God I mean, really used these women, you know, to really like the, the, just the smartness and the wisdom. And I mean, they were so intuitive. They just, they just knew, come on, glory to God. And God used them behind the scenes. But I guess for me, I didn't realize how much was going on behind the scenes. Because we see the astronaut, we see the space shuttle, but we don't realize all that what's really going on behind the scene. We just see the, the outward, you know, we all get excited about the outward, but we're not looking at what's going on behind the scenes. But it was so much going on. Come on. And what, what Jesus was saying is that there is a work that Jesus is doing in my life, but I must work the work. And let me tell you something. God been telling me, he said, listen, it is time for us to labor. It is time for us to get to work. 
That's what he said. It says time to get to work and to labor. Come on, glory to God. What does the, what does labor mean? A person that works, a person that builds, a person that cleans. Come on, it's a person that go in and clean things up, a person that builds. Come on, a person that's doing the work. Amen. I asked my saints, I said, you know, you come on, where, where the day laborers at? Come on, y'all know about the day laborers. Come on. I, I, I'm not talking about the people that just labor on a Sunday. Where are the day laborers? Where are those that wake up every day saying, God, what work for me to do today? Come on, God, what do you want me to put my hands to today? Come on, glory to God. I'm telling you, I've been since that word last week and it checked me hard, y'all. It checked me hard. And I'm telling you from that day on, I say, God, let me make these calls. God, let me get on top of, let me do the work. And what Jesus understood, he said, while it is day, I got to do the work. But he said, because it's going to be a moment and it's going to be a season. Come on, glory to God, that I won't be able to work. Come on, somebody said, God, I'm going to just do the work. Amen. Jesus understood that I got to be a laborer. Where are the laborers? Come on, hallelujah. We can't get so tired and weary. Come on, hallelujah, and laboring. Come on, if that was the case, Jesus done walk with disciples. It wasn't like they had no cars. They didn't stop and get something to eat. They chill. Come on, Jesus was on the, he said, I got to work the works. Come on, when I think about working the works, it's almost like if you, you, you know, you in a rowboat and you working. I'm talking about that kind of work. Come on, somebody. I know some of y'all, I done lost some of y'all like child. Ooh, honey, I'm already tired. Come on, no, baby. I'm talking about God to say this time to work. That's the kind of work we talk about. Come on, I'm not talking about you on a plush boat, you know, you just chilling, you know, you drinking, you know. Hopefully you're drinking some virgin drinks. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you, you're drinking, you, you know, drink your little pita colada, you know, and you just chilling. No, God is saying it is time for you to come, come and it's time for you to work. Come on, you're talking about rowing a boat. Y'all know how much strength that takes. Amen. You, you understand that, that, that push. Come on, glory to God. That, that pushed the roll over. Come on, those paddles. It takes some work. Hallelujah. And God is saying that even the work is not going to break you. The work, come on, it's not going to, you're not going to fall out. And God, I'm not going to make it through the work. Come on, some of you, your children in trouble. You got to work. Some of you, you are in trouble. Your, your soul, come on, is on the line. You got to work. Some of you, your spouses, come on. Some of you, your family members, come on, glory to God. Some of you, you know, your brother and your sister in Christ. Come on, what the Lord is saying, it is time for us to put in the work. Hallelujah. Jesus understood, come on, that was the truth of his life. The truth of his life that he had to stand in was that I must work the works of him that sent me. That is the truth. You must work the work. Come on, hallelujah. He said, why it is day? Because night coming, no man is going to be able to work. What he understood is there going to be a season. He said, you know, it took Jesus to have this faith. Amen. And, and, and it's, it is going to be a season. But what he understood is that I can't focus on the time. I just got to focus on the reason. Come on, I can't, somebody say, I'm not going to focus on the time. Come on, I'm just going to focus on the reason. Come on, glory to God. Don't focus on the time, but focus on the reason. Don't focus on the time. Come on, say it one more time. God, I'm not going to focus on the time, because time, time gets you tricky. Come on, time will throw you off. Time will, you know, uh, 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 make you even delay even more. Come on. Can they tell that truth? 
Sometimes the, the, the land, you feel like the delaying of time will cause you to delay even more. Why? Because you feel like, God, it ain't no rush. Come on, God, you got me in this so long, so I'm going to take even longer. Amen. Some of us, when we got more time, instead of us working harder, we work, we work slower. Amen. We delay even more. And so, you know, think about when you get ready. When you feel like you got a lot of time, what do you do? You just chilling. You just, you know, taking your time, getting ready. But you know you got 10 minutes to get ready. You're like, oh, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. So sometimes even time, even the delaying of time to you, the delaying of time will cause you to delay even more. So God is saying, stop focusing on the time. So I don't know who's hearing me today that is so focused on the timing of things. Come on, hear me today. Hear me today. Don't focus on the time, but focus on the reason. The reason is what? The truth. How long is it going to take for us to get this? And how long is it going to take for the ministry to be here? And how is it going how long is it going to take me to, you know, stop falling and, and not being able to, you know, walk this thing out and walk in holiness, God? How long is it going to take me to get my mindset ready? How long is it going to take me to build up this and build my, my finances? Come on, stop focusing on the time. Somebody say it again. Stop focusing on the time, but, but on the reason. Focus on the reason. Focus on the truth. Hallelujah. Because when we begin to focus on the truth, amen, God will begin to reveal himself. Amen. God is revealing himself. And so here in the scripture, he said, the night cometh that no man can work. Jesus said, I'm not worried about when the timing and the season of things. He said, but what I am going to do is to keep standing in truth. Amen. I'm going to keep working the works. That's just what I'm going to do. Come on, somebody. It's just that simple. Amen. God, I'm going to keep working the works. Come on. Hallelujah. Because I understand without the faith in the works. Come on. That is a place of death. Being alone is dead. Being alone is dead. So you can work all you want to. Amen. But if you don't have the faith, hallelujah, the presence of death is there for whatever you're doing. Oh, Lord, have mercy, God. Come on, hallelujah. The presence of death is there for what, what, if you don't have no faith in what you're doing. You're not having faith on what is to come. Jesus said, he said, the night cometh. He was understanding that there is something that's coming. Hallelujah. He understood that even though I know where I am now, something else is coming. Come on, I, you know, I've, I've been saying this. I said, honey, I don't know where the prophets and the prophetess at. Come on, y'all, come on, we, gotta, we need to know where we're going. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. Come on, glory to God. We need to know where we're going. Jesus said, I know the night is coming. He, he was so prophetic. He said, I know what it is. I know what's coming. Come on. We need to know what is next. But, the, you know, the prophetic people be scared. I don't know what be going on. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. They be talking about, I'm scared to talk. I'm scared to uh, say what God, how can you be called by, know, know the truth. Come on. We talk about the truth, right? You know the truth. You know God speak to you. You know God gives you words. You know God deals with you. Come on, hallelujah. You know that with everything else, you got something to say or everything else. But when God put you in a position to open your mouth and say, hey, this is the come. Come on, because I'm not in this position just to point out somebody else's flaws. Come on, hallelujah. I am here as well to say, 
This is what is about to happen. This is what God is about to do. Come on. This is where God is taking us next. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you got to stand in that truth. Amen. So look at this. In verse 5, he said, and as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And that's what I'm saying. It goes back to even Jesus is showing us. Because some people may say, well, why Jesus had to keep telling us who he was? He done told us before. He keeps saying it because y'all right before this in chapter eight, he kept telling them who he was. I told you he, he was telling um, the Pharisees. He was like, you know, I bear witness of myself because I know who I am. I know where I came. I know where I go. See, they, they, they could have been like, well, why is Jesus always so talking about who he is? What it was showing us is that you got to stand on the truth of who you are. He said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. He wasn't waiting on nobody else to say it to him. He wasn't waiting on his friend to say it to him. You're still waiting on your, you know, my daddy didn't confirm me all my life. He didn't give me, you know, affirmation about who I am. He didn't speak greatness to me. Come on, well, you better get to the father, the father of all fathers. Come on, and he'll speak to you who you are. And then you can say, you know what? I know who I am. I know I'm a woman of God. I know I'm a woman of power. I know, come on, glory to God. I'm a virtuous woman. I know I'm a nurturing mother. Come on, you should know those things about yourself. Hallelujah. And there's nothing wrong with people reminding us, but you should know who you are. Stand on the truth of what God has said. Not what you have learned from your past. Come on, I grew up in, and they will always say, you so shy, you so quiet. And y'all is nothing shy and quiet about me right now. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I can walk in a room with people. I was just thinking about it yesterday. I had to go to a business mixer and I didn't know nobody that was there. A lot of times I call elders. I'd be like, girl, I don't know where I'm going. I'm all the way in Lake Wales somewhere. I don't know where I'm going. She's like, yeah, pastor, just keep going. You know, you're on the right track, you know? So I don't even know these areas, but I'd be like, God, I'm going to go wherever I need to go. I don't have to have nobody with me. Because I know who is with me. God is with me. Come on. And when I walk in there, I don't know these people, but I walk right in, my head up. Come on. How y'all doing? Good. You know, how y'all good? You know, and begin to talk to people. Because I understand who I am. I don't need the room full of people to tell me who I am. Y'all ain't ready for that. I don't, I don't need everybody to, you know, stand up and congratulate me. Baby, I already know who I am. Jesus already knew who he was. He said, I'm the light of the world. He said, that's the truth. That's the truth about who I am. Come on, glory to God. It's not about what people said about you growing up. It was, it's not about, you know, what your family said or what your ex said or what your baby daddy said. Come on, it's not about what those people have to say. It's about the truth about who God said that you are. Come on, I challenge some of you. Go to God this week and say, God, God, confirm some stuff in me. I'm not as sturdy as I need to be. Come on, I'm not talking about what you look like on the outside. I'm talking about on your ins. God, God confirms some stuff in me. I need to be sturdy in who I am. Come on, God, if you call me to be a preacher, God, speak that to me. God, if you call me to be a teacher of this word, speak that to me. God, whatever you call me to do and whatever you spoke about my life, come on, confirm that in me. Because Jesus didn't wait on nobody else to tell him the truth. I'll move on. Amen. I, I, I'm just going to move on. I'm just going to drop by. I'm just dropping it. I'm just go on. Amen. But, but he understood. He said, I am the light of the world. Glory to God. 
He's like, I'm not going to wait on you to tell me that. And as you go on past verse 5, he sends out this blind man. He gave him instructions on what to do. The blind man, he did the instructions of what God told him to do. And when he was healed, the first thing the people had to say was, is that the same man that was begging? Like, y'all know that was the same man. You know, you, you know that was the same man. Now, you know, he might have looked a little different, but you know that was the same man. But people will question you. I mean, they begin to question this man about who he was. You know how people do when, you know, you standing in the truth, they're like, you being different. Like, I, I'm the same person, amen. I'm just trying to be real with you. I'm just trying to be honest and truthful with you. Come on. I'm still, you know, it bothers people when you're speaking faith and you're speaking your, you know, what God has said. You're speaking the word. That bothers people. Come on, when they ain't got none. Amen. Hallelujah. And so he, they was like, you know, is this the same man? And y'all, they even took it a step for, further. They was like, well... I don't think he was blind since birth. <laughs> they, they're like, call his parents. Let's ask his parents if he was blind since birth. The parents was like, yeah, he was blind through it. You know, and then they kept questioning the parents. And the, the parents was like, he's an adult. Ask him. You know, the parents was like, just get us out of this. I mean, y'all, this went on so long. I mean, it went from uh, uh, verse 8. And we about to pick up in verse 35. Between verse 8 and verse 35, they were still questioning the truth. Y'all see that? Verse 8 is when the people, be, the neighbors begin to say, is that the same man? This whole scenario went all the way and we at verse 35. That lets you know the enemy won't let up trying to take away and rob your truth. He'll continue. He'll use anybody. He'll use any situation. Come on, glory to God. He'll use the little stuff. Come on, y'all better start checking that them little, them little foxes, the little stuff. Come on, glory to God. And, 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 and he will use all those things to rob you from your truth. And so all this time, they're questioning this man. Can some of y'all stand between verse 8 and 35 or around 20? You like, I give. Come on, glory to God. Will you give at 20? Like, I'm just enough. Come on, between 8 and 20, that's already enough. I'm not going on to verse 35. Come on, some of y'all would have gave up. Stop giving out on the truth. Stop hearing this word and then not actually believing the truth. Standing on the truth of God. Standing on what God has said. Come on, hallelujah. And so by 35, Dana went through all of this. They, they cast him out. They threw him out. They said, they, 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 they said they, you know, they said, this man is a sinner. You know, even the blind man was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's a sinner or not. All I know is that he saved me. All I know is that he healed me. All I know is he's been good to me. And so by verse 35, it says, and Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, do as thou believe on the son of God. And look at this. Jesus didn't come to check the people. Jesus came to check the man. Jesus could have went to the people and said, why did y'all cast him out? Why did y'all not believe? Why did y'all? He didn't. He came to the man. So God is coming to you. 
Jesus heard that they cast him out. You the thing, Jesus would have went over there and deal with the people that cast him out. But he didn't. He went and found him. He said, I want to deal with him because I understand that he got purpose. I understand that I call him. Come on, glory to God. I'm not going to go and deal with that person or deal with this person. Who I want to deal with is you. Come on, hallelujah. Who I want to meet up with is you because you're the one. Come on, that got to walk out this purpose. Come on, you are the one. And he found him. Don't tell me God can't find you. Wherever, where you are, wherever you are, God will find you. If you're listening to this word today and say, Pastor, I am struggling with standing on truth. I am struggling. I, I, from day to day, I struggle. Come on, glory to God. You got to, come on, you, it, God knows. Even if you don't tell nobody else, God knows. Pastor, I struggle from day to day with truth. I struggle with, am I really called? I'm, I'm struggling with, can I really do this thing? Come on, I'm struggling with, is God really with me and my family? God, I'm, I'm struggling with this thing. Can I really be the, 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 the priest of the home? I'm struggling with this thing every day. Come on, hallelujah. Can I live a life of holiness and stop falling in sin and falling in my flesh? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Is it a such thing as holiness, God? And so you can question. Question yourself. Hallelujah. But no matter where you are, God can still find you. Come on, say, God, I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, no matter where you are, God can still find you. The Lord still found him. When they kicked him out and they cast him out, the Lord showed up. The Lord showed up right where he was at. Come on, hallelujah. Remember, God didn't find him at his house. Come on, Jesus found him on the side of the road being a beggar. So he was in a whole different place, but the Lord still found where he was. And he said unto him, he says, do thou believe on the son of God. So what he did is he showed up to him and he was saying, he said, he said, do you, the word believe is to trust. Do you trust in the son of God? Do you trust in the son of God? Come on. I know the story. I know what you done been through between verse eight and 35, but do you trust? Come on. Hallelujah. The son of God. Do you trust him? And that's what God is coming to ask us the question. I know I'm good enough, son. I know I've been good to you, daughter. Come on, I know that I will come in and I'll strengthen you. Come on, he was, he was saying to him, he said, do you not trust me? For Jesus to come all the way back. Come on, this, this, just to ask him the question. Jesus had to come back to ask him the question. Because y'all know what? A lot of times, even when we hear things, if, if 20 people hear one message, right? We hear one message. Everybody heard it. Everybody was awake. Y'all know how many people are actually going to do it? They said one. They said you can give 20 people a whole thing to do. And everybody can, but they said only one going to do it. Only one going to put it into action. Come on. And I, I keep saying that because I say, God, you know, why can't it be that we all put it into action? Why it got to be that only one person going to leave and say, you know what? I'm going to take what I got. I'm going to take what the Lord has spoken to me. I'm going to take this truth and I'm going to actually walk this out. Glory to God. Why can't it all be all of us? Amen. That say, God, I'm going to stand firm on the truth and I'm going to really walk this thing out. Amen, saints. Hallelujah. So I'll be that one. 
And look at this. He said, he said, and, and he said unto him, he said, do not believe on the son of God. And it says that he answered and said, who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And at first I was like, God, why is he asking him? You know, he just had, a, he had an encounter with the Lord. But the truth, the, the thing is, he was blind when he saw Jesus the first time. Remember, he, he didn't have his sight. He knew, he heard, come on, but he couldn't see. So the first time he was blind. And then remember, Jesus sent him away. And so he never actually saw Jesus. So this time he's actually, he's able to see Jesus face to face. Come on, that's why I say this was the moment that this man, what this man had been through, his pain had now met face to face with his purpose. So whatever, you know, yeah, I understand he was going through this for birth. Some of you, it may not be from birth. It could have been in the last year. It could have been in the last, you know, five years. It could have been the last three years or some things that you had to walk through. And that was very painful to you. But God is saying this is the time that the purpose is going to meet with the pain. And because now he was able to see this thing face to face. Come on, glory to God. He was able to see this thing face to face. Come on, say, God, I thank you, Lord. Come on, now it was time for him to see this thing face to face because God wanted to make this thing beautiful for him. And he said, he said, now, he said, he asked, he said, who, who, Lord, that I might believe on him? And verse 37 says, and Jesus asked and said unto him, thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. He said, I am the one. He said, I, I don't know. He said, I, 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 I showed up. He said, I'm the same God. Come on, why am I standing in truth? Because I'm the same God. I'm the same God. Come on, that you've seen before. I'm the same God. Come on, hallelujah. But now you are seeing me face to face. You heard me before. Come, the truth is you have heard God before. The truth is you know that God has spoke to you. You know, come on, y'all playing with me today. Amen, glory to God. Because the, the stuff that I done been through this year, you can't tell me God ain't real. So let me just talk about me, amen. Because, you know, people are like, I don't know what she's talking about. I know, listen, the year I done been through, I know God is real, okay? I seen God heal me. I seen God, you know, when, when I was in a car accident and I, I seen how God healed my body. Come on. I was just like, God, I don't know what the world about to happen. Come on. I tell people we need to start watching movies because when I opened my eyes and I saw the smoke, I opened the door and jump out the car. I was like, look, I ain't going out like this now. You know, I don't, I don't see it happen when people went out like that, but I'm not going out like that. Come on. I was like, God, I got to get out of here. But I seen God heal me. I seen God make a way, saints. I seen how I walk off a job and I say, God, I can't take this no more. God, it got to be an end to this because God, I'm stuck in a crazy place and I know this is not for me. And I stayed there until God said, move. And when I moved, I saw God. I seen how God took care of me for three months straight without a job. Come on. And God, I, I had more than what I had when I didn't have a job. Come on. And I saw God make a way for a much better career for me. I seen God move in ministry. I seen when I spoke certain things. And I'm like, elders, I believe God for a building. Come on. And the same week, this man was like, do you, will you want to have service in my building? I'm like, now, wait a minute. Come on. I've seen God say, there is no way that you can't tell me that God has not been good to me. You can't tell me. Come on, hallelujah. You got to know the truth. You got to stop. Stay 
standing on the stuff that's not, that's a lie, that's made up, that's not. Come on, you got to stand on the truth of God. He said, you done seen me. You done heard me. You got to know that I am real. Come on. God was showing him, I'm revealing myself to you. See, what I love about the spirit of God is that God will reveal himself to you. Come on. And one thing about the revealing of God, it's a layer. Come on. It's layer by layer. Come on. The revealing a lot of times is not just God just pulling a curtain back and he just there. Come on. What God does is he pull back layers. Come on. And even as God is pulling back the layers of your life, he's still revealing himself to you. He's revealing himself in your finances. He's revealing himself, you know, in your spiritual walk. God is revealing himself. So this is what he did with the man. He said, you heard me. Now I'm revealing myself to you. I'm showing you. Come on, I'm showing you. He, he did all of this so that the man could keep standing on truth. He could keep standing on who he is. He didn't do all this just because, he said, because this man was already chosen anyway. Come on, your life was already chosen. And so he said to him, he said, he said that, um, he said, and Jesus said, thou hast both seen me and thou hast talked with thee. And, and he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. And so what happened is that at this point, he said, Lord, he said, I do believe. Do I believe that this man believed when Jesus first did it? Absolutely. Because there was no way he could have keep standing and saying, no, I know it was Jesus. I know it was between verse eight and thirty five. Because he didn't see Jesus. He heard Jesus, but he knew what Jesus had did. He knew that he was he could see. So I believe that even from verse 8 to 35, he had already believed. So this message today is not about, did you ever believe? We know you believe. Come on, for you to be where you are in God, to be positioned where you are in God. Come on, to, to every day keep walking and picking up your cross and following after God. We know that you believe. Come on, God knows that you believe. But he came back because he wanted this man to stand firmly. Come on, in the truth. He said, I want you to know the truth of who I am. Come on, hallelujah. Not based on what nobody else say, but I want you to know the truth about what I am saying to you. And so he told him, he said, he said, Lord, I believe. And he began to worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He began to worship God. And I say, God, you know, even in this place, this man began to do something he never even seen before. Right. Something he never seen before. Remember, he was blind from birth. Right. And then God just gave him sight. And after God did it for him, the people tried to rob that from him. And so now he's got to do something. He began to just worship him. Come on. Now he began to do something he's never seen. God has strengthened this man to do it. Come on. And God wants to strengthen the feeble knees. God want to strengthen your hands so that you can walk. Come on. It's some things that you can break and some things that you can, you know, cut off. And, you know, God is God. God wants you to be in that place. But you got to stand in truth, saints. Come on. You got to stand in the truth 
on who God really is. Amen. And so I pray that this word has blessed you on today. Hallelujah. That you begin to stand in the truth of who God is. Amen. Not, you know, what, what the world say, what your past, come on, that God in this moment, the things that I've been through, the pain that I've been through, come on, it's meeting up with purpose. Come on. Even with our ministry, the things that we've walked through in ministry, even as a whole, things that we've had to experience as a whole, God, in this season, God, I know it's, it's, it's me at the end of the year. Come on. But God, I think that this season, come on, what we have been through is meeting face to face with purpose. Somebody should give God a praise. Amen. You should be giving God a show enough praise. Amen. That God, this is the moment of purpose for me. God, this is the moment, God, that what I didn't even know was coming for me, what I didn't even know. Remember, God hide those things, amen, so he can reveal and manifest himself. Come on and show us that, that beauty that you've been looking for. Come on, hallelujah. Some of y'all are looking for that beauty, amen, but God is saying, I am going to make it beautiful. I am going to make what you've had to walk through beautiful. I am going to make those things that you, you know, that you believe in God for. And I, I'm just, I'm challenging you. Come on, it is time to do the work, saints. Put your faith and your works together. I challenge you. And I'm not challenging you to do something that I'm not doing. I'm challenging you to do it because I'm doing it. Come on, God has put me in that season. And he said, daughter, it is time to work. Now it's time to put your faith and it's time to, to put the works together. Amen. Hallelujah. Now it is time for you to, to begin to walk in your purpose and go to the next. But come on, as we even go up, y'all, God is going to meet us there. God is going to meet you there. Amen. But you must continue to stand in the truth of what you know. And what God has spoken to you. Amen. We've seen Jesus' life. Jesus stood on the truth. Jesus didn't vary. He didn't go off right or left. Amen. He stayed in the truth of what the Father has said unto him. And so I pray that this word has blessed you today as we stand firm in truth. We're not just standing in love. Come on. We're standing in the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are also standing in the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord on today for what he has done. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for speaking to us. We thank the Lord for coming through and just kind of breaking down the word that each person can get something. Amen. That we need from the Lord on today. Hallelujah. Just continue to be encouraged. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.